What's up, aliens? I hope you're listening in. Hey, welcome to the Where's My Beer podcast. Necessary conversation, unnecessary topics with four guys today and a lot of beer. We are at Westbrook Brewing over here in Mount Pleasant. And we are about to engage in a fun little interview with a buddy of ours named Richard. Mike, what are we talking about today? Well, we've got uh, Richard here from Palmetto Community Care, right? Yep. And also, what is your actual job title with the Beer Fest? Yeah, so I'm actually the Director of Development and Marketing for Palmetto Community Care. So short version is that's all the grants, all the fundraisers. It could be somebody giving $5 a month to massive six-figure gifts or fundraisers like the Beer Fest. Okay, very nice. That was awesome. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I have no idea what your actual title is from Beerfest, other than he's in charge of all the things. Yeah, he's just like the overlord. I stalked you on uh, <laughs> LinkedIn, and then I, I didn't, I didn't know how to find you with Charleston Beerfest. I was like, well, I guess we'll figure that question out. Well, as we just <laughs> learned, just send him a message on there because he runs it. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So the uh, did you create Charleston Beerfest, or what, how did that start? No, I wish I could claim that. But yeah, Beer Fest existed before before me, uh, and really before PCC. Uh, oh, okay, it was an event uh, that Lord, I, I, I couldn't even. Now the locals in Charleston, they tell you exactly when it started, what it was called, all this stuff. We purchased it uh, a few years ago as one of our fundraisers, so we bought all the rights to it. Gotcha. Um, back then, it was called Charleston Beer Garden, and it was over in Mount Pleasant at the Grove. Um, it was a much smaller. Event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a lot smaller, and so uh, 2019 was the first year we moved it to Riverfront. Uh, and 2021 was actually my first year uh, on staff with PCC. Okay. Very nice. That's really cool. And then, so you're just kind of running the whole fundraiser foundation of the the project in Sumi at Charleston Beer? Yes. Yeah, so Beer Fest is uh, it's our primary unrestricted fundraiser. So PCC, uh, we're an AIDS service organization. We do HIV, AIDS, medical care, case management. If there's somebody living with HIV, AIDS, they need a service, we either provide it or have a partner that does. So, for example, uh, last year we paid uh, almost $5 million for uh, our clients' medication uh, and or health insurance, um, housing, electricity, etc. We also have a testing clinic that uh, offers free HIV and STI testing and we own and operate a medical center. All that obviously takes a lot of funding, right? I promise this is the short answer. <laughs> uh, so, let's take uh, housing, for instance. Last year we spent a little over half a million dollars on housing for our clients. Uh, most of that comes through federal grants, but let's say somebody's in our eight-week federal grant program uh, and in week seven, they lose their job. Well, they're not going to be on their feet by week eight, but we can't take any more of that federal money in week eight or week nine to keep them going, right? So we have fundraisers like BeerFest that raise unrestricted money to kind of extend in that stopgap. Gotcha. To, to kind of go above and beyond what some of our grant-restricted dollars do. Okay. That's awesome. That's such a good idea. As it ebbs and flows, as money comes in, ebbs and flows, and things change. Doing something that's you know, associated, of course, inwardly, but outwardly, a lot of people don't know about it. They're just excited to go do something like that. Um, and hopefully, you know, this will open up because I, I just learned something new. Right. But hopefully, you know, people listening will learn about that as well. And when they show up, or uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually been one of my big goals coming on staff was to um, was to connect more the agency behind the festival with the festival itself. You know, obviously Beer Fest has its own massive identity. That's not going to change its own branding and everything. Um, but to help people make the connection, when we say drink beer, do good, 
it's not just a, a catchphrase that literally you drink beer and have a good time. Like, well, yeah, it's, it goes much, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it goes much further than just like what people might think. The right, do yeah. good has a yeah. purpose. Right. And literally every dollar that comes in, whether it's a sponsored dollar, a donated keg from somebody like Westbrook, um, or your ticket, right? Uh, every dollar that comes in that doesn't go to our actual overhead of making the festival happen goes right back into PCC. Gotcha. That's, That's really amazing. cool. Yeah, yeah I, it was something new for me too as Cope. Uh, I just kind of learned it today while looking at like Charleston Beer Fest and then what you do and kind of how they're associated with each other. Yeah. Um, are there any ways that like people attending the Beer Fest can help out Punnel other than just a ticket purchase? Uh, well, I mean, we're hugely thankful for people coming. To <laughs> right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shortchange that. Um, now and you can always go to palmettocare.org and learn more about who we are. Um, another hat that I wear is that donation side of piece where people want to be monthly giving. I would love to talk about it. Um, but you know, beer fest is obviously about drinking good beer and having a good time and raising yeah. money in the process. So, um, we should have our van there this year. If people be able to see it, it's pretty obvious. Um, uh, big, big van with palmetto care all over the side of it. Um, but people can always go to palmettocare.org to find more about us. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I had something to say and just totally left my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Typically how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, wait, uh, you guys are like pretty sold out at this point, like for a lot of your tier one, tier two, uh, tickets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we actually ordered, uh, more mugs and more wristbands today. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cause we started, we're doing the math right now. We have 62 breweries, which is more mm-hmm. than we've ever had. Um, and we're trying to do the math on how many tastings or pours do you think somebody's going to have to figure out if we have enough beer. Yeah. Um, which is the first time we've really had to do that type of calculation. <laughs> really exciting. Um, you know, because that, that riverfront can hold 15,000 people. You see it with, you know, riverfront revival, high water, these mm-hmm. massive festivals. Um, but last year was as big as we'd ever had at, at about 4,500. Um, but just to give a little scope, last year, the week of the festival, we were at 1,700 tickets sold. And then the week of the festival, we sold 3,000 or so. Wow. Uh, we are already at 2,200. Nice. And we still got two more weeks. Yeah. And it's about, wow. the, yeah. So um, there is actually, this is probably the first time, like I said, there's not a guarantee there's going to be tickets available day at the festival. Gotcha. Which will be the first time in 10 years we've ever said that. We haven't to uh, release this episode a little earlier so people get a chance to get their tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll just do a Friday release this week and call it a day. Yeah. That's wow. really cool that you guys are so far in advance compared to last year and, and yet the, the, I guess the wave has yet to come really where people are like, oh, I'm going to put this on the calendar for Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Charleston is historically a late buying county. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which gives planners like me a heart attack. But you <laughs> learn to do it. Everybody's like, it's fine. It's going to happen. You have a huge wave at the beginning when everybody wants to get VIP before it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of ebbs and flows with announcements and basically the breweries and the bands. Now it's going, oh, yeah, I should have gotten that. Yeah, let's get that now. Yeah. All off, right. Off the cuff, guess how many kegs do y'all go through? Coming up. Well, they need another 18 wheelers. So, yeah. yeah, if you're listening, you have a reefer truck. Feel free to call me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're working on locking that down. Uh, so, this year we have 62 breweries. Um, almost all of them come in at what's called a full, a full pint sponsor, which means they donate four half barrels. Right. Um, wow. Now, a few, obviously, not everybody's the same size. We have some different, uh, different needs, different reasons. So, I want to say 58 are bringing the equivalent of four half barrels. Um, so, that's a it's a lot. It's a lot of. I don't do math very well. I don't want to make it's okay. Oh, up it's a now. We just <laughs> know it's a shit time. It's <laughs> a, there's, there's a lot, and that doesn't yeah. include the VIP because those are in addition. Oh yeah. Oh, you get the so whole much. outer rim where the VIP is and different beers. 
Yeah. But like, are there different breweries outside of the just the general mission or all the breweries the same? Like, like VIP, you don't get a certain brewery that you wouldn't get. Um, so all of our VIP beers are in general mission, but the VIP beers are different, uh, different types. So like Cape Westbrook, for example, mm-hmm. they'll be in general mission um, serving whatever the one claw or something yeah and, yeah and then they'll we've got one of their uh mexican birthday cakes it's, gonna be it's amazing beer yeah. oh, that's I'll, one of my favorite here yeah yeah, yeah. i'm super stoked about i plan it. on getting one before this <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they typically do oh, yeah we can, we can yeah. split a bottle all right it's not on draft um <laughs> yeah so is what do you think is a catalyst for like the the jump in like ticket sales this year and like more breweries because you guys can get like what, 40 something last year uh, uh 51 51 yeah okay. Um, well, one, we, we've really been pushing to become a little bit more regional festival. Um, and you can't go wrong with drinking great beer at an incredible venue on the Oh, yeah, it's right. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's so many things going right for it. And last year was a spectacular year with the weather. Um, the best for oh, my God, yeah, it was a good day. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really think it's just the growth of awareness of the festival and what it does um, and having a great experience. Yeah. Just so many good things yeah. in one spot. Right. Yeah, a day. Right. Yeah, I went you know. to uh, Parks and Brews and had a little VIP area with a couple breweries over there. Yeah. And that's like still my favorite spot to sit there and just drink a beer because you have the water right there, the bridge, and look the other direction, see the bridge, and you're just like, this is awesome. And usually right there in the water, there's always nice breeze. So, like, uh, it's yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. been to so Riverfront Park. Of, yeah. Oh, like, wow. any event or anything. Wow. Do you even live in? How long have you been here? Like 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to really like it. Well, we're using uh, we're actually using pedestrian bridge for our VIP entrance this year. Hey. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. So that's the way. Yeah, the that's pretty area cool. Too. Yeah. That's, yeah. That explains why the VIP <laughs> tickets are sold out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, VIP this year they're getting a custom uh, custom pint class, custom hot uh, pint class. Uh, obviously, you get your your regular mug, a beef koozie, uh, custom bag, a carrying bag, as well as a gator for a vapor barrel. Uh, oh, so nice. We just went to the anniversary party the other night. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good spot. is it? Uh, vapor apparel. Oh, they had vapor. their anniversary party at um, two books. Okay, yeah, we were there for that. So nice. Yeah, we got some hats. Yeah, you, you got a hat. I did get a hat actually. Oh, you did. I was I was late to the party. Wow. Yeah. Not even talking. I about think me. I was going to steal Hannah's because she said if it doesn't look good on me, you can have. It. So I'm Sounds assuming it right. looks good on. Me <laughs> yeah. I have haven't got the text message. Uh, uh, we do have merch this year, as you're talking about. Hats. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hats, <laughs> dude. We're hat guys. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah, hat we're guys. big hat guys. Yeah, so we need to set up a where's designs. my beer booth. Four different designs. Yeah, four different. Yeah, we've got two different uh, like flat bill snapbacks yeah. and two different uh, colors poker hats. We have a special release uh, uh, t-shirt spring beer dude did on the front. Plus on the back. Nice. Yeah, so we, we're up in up in the game with our merch. Yeah, merch is huge. Yeah. yeah, I also really like the Hop with this logo. Oh, like yes. the yeah. first time I saw it, I was like, "That's nice." If we wanted to use that for this podcast, like a uh, graphic. Is that possible? Do we need to go through you or? Yeah, I can send you. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That would be, that'd be really cool to work with. We've got a, a guy over here that uses all the things for us. I don't know how to use anything on the internet. It took me like 45 <laughs> minutes today to learn how to remove a background. And I'm just like, Colin, help. I don't know what to do. <laughs> if like, I had been home, it would have been so easy. But I was like out and about in meetings and whatnot. So trying to do that in my little time is my But yeah, that would have taken 0.2 seconds at home. Well, some of us aren't, you know. But you just learned to artistically inclined. You just learned a valuable thing today. It worked out well. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. If we could use some of your like artwork for that to generate a thumbnail, that would be recognizable. So when people are listening to our podcast, they also associate it when they're looking at y'all's stuff. I think that'd just be a good tie back. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you steal it and use it all of your artwork forever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a verbal um, commitment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not above that. 
Well, yeah. So like, it's one of the things that we've noticed, like we've got a couple of breweries that we work with and um, we frequent, like we hang out with them a lot more. Like they're a lot more um, interactive with a lot of posts and stuff. And like Palmetto is one of those. Um, and I know that there's certain breweries that you guys have worked with like more closely than others. Is there any specific reason? It was just to be there, like, hey, they Lord, rose their hand. Lord, if there were 50 of me, I'd be a 50 of them. <laughs> we try and spread the love as much as we can. Some of it, um, some of it sadly is more logistics. And if this was my full-time job, um, it would be a little bit different. But, yeah. you know, I spent half my day working on a grant for Trident United Way today. You know, so like it's yeah, not, sure. there's always so much time to get around. And so we do our best to try and spread the love, to, especially all of our Charleston breweries that, yeah. that do stuff. Um, you know, Palmetto's always been great. Some folks have been there from the beginning, but then, you know, Wind and Waves is new. They were they had just opened when the festival came last year, so we made sure that um, get them in this year. Oh yeah, they were on Low Country Live. They're yeah. good brewery. I really like that they do a lot of small batch stuff over there. Like they're all their things t- change all the time. It's one of our go to. Yeah. Like after I play around a disc golf or something in Park Circle, just like stop by Wind and Waves. Sure, I would say if there's a brewery listening to this and you're like, oh man, we won't be a fest to come. Please email me. We will get you on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um, because part of it is, is really just trying to, to match calendars and get out there as much as we can. But we can't do it without them. So if there's an opportunity to partner and try and help support them. That's yeah. Absolutely. That's one um, of our kind of go-tos. Go ahead, uh, supporting all the local breweries. Like yeah. Just making sure we try to get out to as many ones we can and not just go to the same ones over and over again. Yes. Yeah. And I'm always surprised. Like When we pop into some just because we haven't been to them, I'm, I'm, we have an awesome breweries. So, yeah. Amazing. They're also unique and different. Like, have you been to Bevy Benny yet? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's completely different than like, the other way. Right. Sure. And it's yeah. so fun just to bounce around. Mm-hmm. We They're need to go to nice. soon. We haven't done that. Yeah. We need to go They've all been super friendly. After the Charleston Beer Week thing, um, and the owner and couple of the brewers from Fatties were just walking around like, you having a good time? And I was like, you know what? I really like these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of That's the, awesome. One of the pastors at my church, uh, Greg, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned him before. Uh, he's this big dude. He looks like like a friar from like a Robin Hood tale. Uh, he goes to Fatty's like all the time and drinks there. So if anybody's ever <laughs> listening and they've seen like Friar Greg there, let me know. Yeah, big um, jolly dude, Pastor Greg. But yeah, speaking- out of your, I'm gonna cut <laughs> you off one more time. Out of this question loaded. <laughs> yeah, out of the uh, 68, 68, right? Sixty two. Sixty two. How many of them would you say are local, like uh, brewers to the Charleston region? Would that include Somerville? Yeah, yeah. Anything that's I guess kind of tri- low country, yeah, yeah, tri county. Yeah. Oh, well, and okay, no, no. okay, okay. Tri county, yeah. tri county. Okay. I'm bringing okay. it back in. <laughs> so I got a lot. Of, I got yeah. a lot on the coast. Um, uh, I'd say we probably have 30 from the tri county area. Oh wow. Um, but now you add the coast, Columbia, Greenville. We've got quite a few coming from Tennessee. Dang. Um, and then we've obviously got a lot from North Carolina, Asheville, Raleigh. Um, and then we've got a few more that kind of scattered about. Uh, that's that's country. really neat. But yeah, yeah. yeah. When I saw uh, Birds Fly South down there last year, yeah. I was pumped. It was yeah. my favorite brewery. Yeah. I grew up in Greenville, so they were a, okay. a big stop for me. Which breweries from Tennessee? You know offhand a couple of them? You jumped out like uh, Is Yazoo? Uh, Music City Beer, Fat Bottom Brewery, and Bravasa. Nice. I don't know. I think that's all. That's the See if there's another Tennessee brewery and I forgot. I'm really sorry. Also, <laughs> top of my Do head. not yell at him. Okay. breweries. I would not be able to remember. There's no one. notes. This is off the head. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna ask you to list all 62. <laughs> well, I did. I also saw like when I was just scrolling through your guys' website once that um, you guys have a lot of not breweries as well. Like you yeah. guys have a hard kombucha, like a hard cider, like stuff like that. So you're making it a little bit more inclusive, but not just the beer drinking. 
Rams. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's obviously another been a huge goal. Um, is come here, we're here at Westbrook. But while I'm on a beer podcast. We love beer, um, <laughs> but there are also people that we love to hang out with. They're like, I'm not going to that. I don't like beer. Okay, well, check yeah. out Ginger's Revenge this year. There's ginger beer and it's gluten free. Or we've got local hard kombuchas or you know ciders. There, there's so many other options in addition to Tito's is a great sponsor. They always bring in um, some of their uh, some of their vodka for cocktails. Oh, nice. Just trying to make sure that everybody can have a great experience. Yeah, it's super cool, man. Yeah. Everybody it's, gets a little bit of the taste. Yeah, on a Sunday, I was hanging out with a, like my girlfriend and a couple, another couple, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, like she doesn't really like beer at all. She pretty much only drinks like vodka sodas and like one cider every now and again." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, I guess I'll just get like a DD pass or something and just do that and come hang out with everyone, and mm-hmm. you know, I'll drive everyone back and forth." But listening to this, she might also just go, mm, "Maybe I'm just going to get a regular general admission <laughs> now." Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> we're going to Uber back. I yeah, mean, I mean, we do have we do have some solid. Uh, Alcoholic, not your option. Yeah, uh, and we do have uh, Rebel Rabbit is coming in this year as a as one of our sponsors. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. Um, they're uh, a THC infused V8 and seltzer company coming out of the mm-hmm. upstate. Sweet, they're really excited to have him come down. That's cool. I don't remember what it's called. When we got done with the uh, the bridge run this year, there was like a there was a drink similar to that. I don't think it was it was Rabbit or anything. Do you guys remember? I didn't do the bridge run this year, dude. Look at me. Do you, does it look like I run? Did I do the bridge transition? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. I might no, know I who it is, but they're not a sponsor. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember thinking so like no free shoutouts. Yeah, no free shoutouts. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It could have been them, but um, I was surprised. By yeah, uh, I met the guys from Rebel uh, Rebel Rabbit at uh, Hot Tide, the EDM festival. Sweet, nice. nice. That's cool. I know I don't look like an EDM guy at all. Hey. Uh, but uh, our, we were the nonprofit uh, <laughs> with them, so we worked well, a lot with them. Whatever sure. to get my name out there. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> That's great. What, um, what do you guys think, real quick, about maybe getting into the cold beer? That's where yeah. I was headed. Let's grab one. Let's get a beer. Yeah. All right. We are back here, guys. Uh, I got a couple beers. Uh, we're just going to kind of talk about a uh, topic that. As as a podcast, probably could do a better job at it, and we're trying to. Uh, but it's branching out and going to different breweries that maybe aren't in your little hub, because Charleston gets so fixated on hubs. If you're in Mount Pleasant, you stay in Mount Pleasant, Charleston, Charleston, all that good stuff. So, what's uh, you know, I'll start off with a simple question. Uh, what's one brewery that is outside of your hub that's probably like a number one for you? That's, uh, Can I guess what everyone's going to be? No, I'm going to. I'm Dang changing it. it up today, bad boy. Right. Colin, go first. Yeah, so I'm in Mount Pleasant. Um, my favorite one that's probably not around me, and not even like like maybe more than more than one bridge. Yeah, is uh, <laughs> is probably Low Tide. I really like Low Tide. That is good. Yeah, fantastic right. place. What you got, Mike? I am split between Estuary and Freehouse. Oh, Estuary. Estuary was like a Damn. really good time. So I really fine. enjoyed their. Um, Oktoberfest a couple years ago, and like it really was a good like opening party for me for them to like get to know the brewery and the people and the environment. It's a sweet look, like the actual location itself. If that was in downtown, it'd probably be the most popular brewery in all of Charleston. Sydney yeah. and oh, I, God, yeah. when we used to come back from like Kiwa or Kiwa River, anywhere on Johns Island or Wadmore, we would stop there and work. Yeah, I haven't been there in so long. Yep, it's just because it's in Narnia for me, and so I don't go that way. But Freehouse is the other one. Like I is one of the breweries when we did the brewery bracket that I was like, hey, I haven't been there, and I had some, we had some friends that were like, hey, you should come over here. They do uh, flight Fridays, ten dollars flights on Fridays, and that was awesome. Yeah. Get to try a bunch of. Beer. I tried every single beer on their menu, so Hannah had to drive home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quick side note: uh, when you bring up the uh, the brewery bracket from March Madness, uh, I 
I think we should do like a, uh, a where's my beer AP coaches poll for beers going into the, the fall season. Who's Our got bird? the best best beer? Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay. All right, Richard. What about you? Where are you located? What's that outside hub beer brewery? So, so as somebody who helps run Beer Fest, I love all breweries <laughs> equally, right? Of course, um, of course. Yeah, of course. I, I love all my children the same. Right? I don't have a um, so I, I live in part, personally, I live in Park Circle. And so um, I think one of, uh, one of God, I don't know if I could say a favorite outside of Park Circle. Um, I mean, I love going to Frothy and getting sliced at lunch. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. You know, I yeah. love uh, going to Brew Lab for their sushi nights. Mm, yeah, um, Brew Lab's great. You know, uh, I love going estuary. If you go in the middle of the day, should I do I want coffee? Do I want beer? You know, like, do I want both? Do I want both? <laughs> so I can have more. Um, yeah. Uh, if I had to, if I had to narrow down one personally, just as a person, uh, so. Uh, I'd probably go with Brew Lab. I really like going to Brew Lab. They've got great food, great outfits. Yeah. Um, yeah. We but, love Tara over there. Yeah. They're a good group. Yeah. We definitely love those guys. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tough one for me. Um, if someone texts me and say I'm at a brewery, typically distant doesn't deteriorate me going or not. Like, I'm going to just play, oh, let's go get a couple beers. Uh, but, I, like, number one, yeah, I would go Ashware just because I've been there a handful of times. They've always had some really good food. Even they have a cocktail list for people that don't even you know, really love beer. The environment's beautiful. They completely re, re done, uh, did their whole outdoor area, uh, and I love it now. Yeah. Um, and every time Emma goes riding, uh, we just stop by there and get a beer. It's just a nice time. Yeah, that's probably how we've gotten all over the low tide as well, just because horse world over there. Absolutely. It's just so tough sometimes because we, we all have our favorites. Traffic. You know. Traffic yes. is what traffic. Traffic stops me from getting beer. Yeah, and I mean, how, how, many, at, how many bridges do you have to cross? Right? Yeah. Everyone if it's in more Charleston, than one, the conversation really is if there's more than one bridge, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But another one, Indigo Reef. You know, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love going up Clements yeah. Ferry. I know it's Chris only one there. bridge technically, but it's like six minutes from here. I know. Like, yep. I know. It is really good. And it's really one of the places good like, beers. I didn't even know existed until we did the brewery bracket. And like that made me feel really bad because I'm like, this is so close to my home and I don't even know. And one of Hannah's coworkers was like, Hey, idiots, go try this out. It's delicious. Yeah. And like, we went there and I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they got some great stuff up there. Yeah. Um, so I know one of the things that uh, we, as a family, my wife really wanted to start pushing is, you know, there's so many things in Charleston that if you just get used to your neighborhood, restaurants, dessert places, parks, you know, we got, we got great playgrounds for our kid, or great ice cream place right down the street from us. And it's like, hey, you know, on the weekend, we're going we're gonna to find somewhere that everybody loves to go that is not in our neighborhood so that you can actually enjoy where you live and enjoy all aspects of it. And so that's one of the things, you know, trying to do with the brewery too is to, you know, hey, let's, let's get out there to all these places. Who have I not been to? Let's go find them out. That's awesome. Especially getting that instilled into your kids just to be more adventurous in family. So, yeah. I mean, even just in relationships, you tend to do that. I mean, we all kind of casually meet in the same brewery sometimes. Yeah, I mean, as humans, it's easy to be, to be almost tribal. And stick in your little community and stay with somebody by and comfortable and easy to get to. It's convenient. Sure. And then you start thinking that it's better than other places. Right, right, but it's right. not. Right. We have a bunch of cool stuff everywhere. Convenience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will yeah. say the most convenient place to try 62 breweries uh, is with the general admission ticket to Charleston, <laughs> Charleston Beer Fest. So I just want to slide that in this there. This man is a marketing genius. Yeah, this is great. 
Yeah, did, I tell you, did I tell you that's part of my development job? I also run all the social media and marketing for our agency and our medical center. So <laughs> that's this, wild. Is, this is a sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> please that's send help. Yeah. So uh, going back towards that, I guess for you, you said you started in 2019 uh, with the Charleston Beer Fest. 2021. 2021. Over the course of, I mean, not that many years, but what's the most? Uh, what's the biggest difference between 2021 and 2023 for you that has changed the game? Well, I like to joke and say I was here in 2021 long enough to cancel the 2021 Beer Fest. <laughs> I, 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 came, I came on staff in June and canceled it in August. Nice. You know, so that everybody got to know my email really well right then. And they were like, who's this guy that just canceled Beer Fest? You know, um, but... Uh, Can't confirm I was one of those people. I got that email. Yeah. Yeah. We might want to pause for a second. It's not picking up anything in the background. Wait. Okay. Let's just keep talking. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's not as noise gating it, so we should be fine. Okay. Sure. All right. Sorry. Back to that. So, you canceled 2021. Yeah. No, we as an agency. Right? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so not <laughs> Richard. So, no, so, <laughs> what I heard was Richard yeah, said, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do beer fest, I don't, so I'm I don't, not letting I don't, it happen. I don't like crowds. I don't like people. No. As an <laughs> HIV AIDS organization, we felt it best in the midst of a COVID pandemic to make sure we protect our clients first and foremost. Yeah. Very true. Right. So, um, really, so last year was almost a a learning experience for all of us. And so I wasn't on staff in 2021, but I know 2021 was the first year at Riverfront, but then you have two years off. So it's like, okay, well, everything you learned in 2019, if you've tried anything again in 2022, you know, it's very different than it was three years ago. You know, pricing is different. Staffing is different. Expectations are different. So we viewed last year almost as like a, let's set a new baseline. Let's, let's try and make sure that we, we come back where we started in 2019. And then that way we can come back even stronger in 2023. Which was our goal to have a great experience for everybody. We learned a whole lot, or learned a whole lot of things that we need to improve on, especially for our back end and our breweries. Yeah, to make this year even better. That's smart. Does that answer your question? No, that yeah. was that was yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, I guess well, to add on to that, what's your, your um, what are you most excited about this this year? Like, what addition to the the festival? Uh, what addition to the festival, Lord? Um. Honestly, I'm just excited about the buzz, right? I'm excited about the you know brand new breweries that are coming this year. I'm excited about having be 20% more breweries this year. I'm excited about the increased ticket sales um, because the more you know, we sold out a hotel. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, oh no, yeah, Holiday Inn Express yeah. uh, was our partner hotel this year. They they increased their shuttle um, from just a just like a half mile to go, from, you know, the park circle all the way to the park. Uh, and that we sold out the block. She's like, I can't sell anymore because I have to keep some for my regular hotel. <laughs> you know, uh, so to see what it could become uh, beyond just a let's all celebrate Charleston, which is incredible, but to really highlight and show everybody what Charleston has to offer. I'm okay. really excited about that. Yeah, that's pretty huge. Um, I could see this thing blowing up in just you know another year or two being something completely different than what it is now you know yeah, that's exciting that regional side where yeah. it's like you know you're getting a lot more of the breweries from outside of just you know basically carolina a couple of north carolina a couple of Tennessee, like getting some of those big ones from you know the next state like hey let's get some of the big guys from atlanta yeah. to come over and you know you for know. people to travel to charleston yeah. for it would always be a good time yeah i want to know what the economic impact is at the end of it because like the amount of people who come and visit for the weekend and then go to the beer fest on one day but then they're here Friday and Sunday doing yeah. other things and like that'd be very interesting to find that. That's one of our goals this year is to start studying that. And we actually we've had a lot of um, you know, we had one brewery come in from North Carolina last year, came in, it was a great success. Um they called me this year and this and their distributor said, Hey, like we want to get into the Charleston market. 
can we bring four of other breweries? Like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, Duh. sure, let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. You know, and so, but to let it be a place not just to showcase the great breweries that Charleston has, but to showcase everything that Charleston has to offer in terms of a market for other people to sell their beer here too, not just to showcase the beers that are here, but to introduce other beers. Yeah. Well, Richard, man, this has been fun hearing all about what you guys have going on. I love, I love what you guys are doing. I think we're definitely excited about it. People listening, if they don't know about it, they're probably going to get excited about it. I hope so. So as we close out, give everybody a list of dates, what they need to expect, kind of give us a rundown. Like what do people need to know? And like a little tidbit there at the end to get ready for this bad boy. Um, so you can always go to chsbeerfest.org. Chsbeerfest.org. Um, I'll yep. link it in the show notes, making it a little bit easier. Um, yeah, you can always go there. Just Google Charleston Beer Fest, um, and it'll pop right up. I promise. I've done. Hopefully, I've done my work on SEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll show Your SEO has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I wear a lot of hats. Um, so uh, September 9th is a festival. Uh, one to seven. If you have a VIP ticket, it opens at one. I'm sorry. If you have a VIP ticket, it opens at noon. Otherwise, it's uh, one to seven. Um, one thing I would say is uh, to order before the festival to get your ticket before Saturday is going to be huge because um, we're going to email out a lot of specific instructions about how to park, where to park. There's some new road closures happening right now in the riverfront area with the Navy Yard Charleston coming in. Yep. So one of the main arteries that come in at Nolan Avenue was closed for multiple years. Um, and we are the first major festival to happen since that road closed. So that's really going to drastically change how people get to parking lots, which I know is not an exciting way to end a podcast. But yeah, um, if you sign up ahead of time, you get your ticket ahead of time, then you get all the information about what's going to happen, where it's going to happen. Um, if I have to tell you anything about the festival, 62 breweries, 30 plus craft vendors, over 20 food trucks. We have aerial artists coming this year. Dang. Uh, yeah, we're going to have an aerial artist in VIP uh, and one in the regular station. We have lots of water stations. We know it's going to be hot. We've got that covered. We've got multiple ice trailers coming in um, because we want to be safe and responsible. Um, Y'all didn't get process. the uh, cold plunge to come in and take some ice baths? <laughs> I don't know. I realized that it, I, did, I needed more ice because we had more beer coming. So, um, you know, if you want to buy ice, I'll get you a bath and you can take a plunge. <laughs> Sounds good. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely get your tickets because with the way they're going, uh, this is the first time they can't guarantee it's going to be available on Saturday. That's awesome, man. That's a good problem to have. Yes, it is. All right, nice. brother. We're, we're excited. September 9th. September 9th. Get online. Check it out on Instagram online. We'll have it all in the show notes. And thanks, guys, for uh, listening. Wait, 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 wait. End it with the slogan. Oh, is that drink beer, do good. Drink beer, drink, drink good. Beer. Cheers to that. Do good. Thank you, Richard. Yep, thanks, guys.